Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts. Another podcast of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Tonight, we go on We've Gone Irish, So Should You. And we've got special guest Ann Dimmick from Ohio Jobs and Family Services. And wait, Ohio Liquor. Ohio Liquor? All right. So, okay. So, I'm always wrong. I'm just behind, right? Welcome, Ann. Okay. So, okay, Ohio Liquor. All right. And then also we've got CT. What's up, everybody? And we've got Super Nash. Myself, Tiny. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Irish whiskey tonight. Yes, we're going. uh, Definitely, we're excited because uh, here in our our state of Ohio, uh, there are a lot of unique things that have been happening. And on this leap year... (laughs) February 29th, a day that only exists every once in a while. We are doing a podcast to get ready for what's happening this weekend, starting tomorrow uh, and going throughout the weekend. And then all it it will run all the way up till St. Patrick's Day. And then I think you're putting enough Irish whiskey into this area. And then I hope they do what they do and everybody across the whole United States gets to taste Irish whiskey based off of what Ohio did because it's kind of fantastic. I, I, I you know, I, I'm just going to skip all the promotion. We'll do that at the end. Uh, it's exciting tonight because I just 
my point of view is like you see, you you go and there's so much creativity that happens in the whiskey industry as far as marketing and stories and everything but this uh is unique and when something happens that hasn't happened you know even throughout time i mean it's come everything's come together for uh you know the state of ohio to be able to do this and then when you try and look back into into history it just it, it's not something that happens you know there, there's just so much uh what you guys have done as far as marketing and then education so i mean and tonight i would you know i'm looking at it as a learning experience for myself getting ready for this weekend because uh we're i'm going to be up in cleveland with you guys on saturday and then uh on sunday morning we're going to be podcasting uh with uh, martin kennedy and pat burns the creator of bua irish whiskey here and they're ohio based uh you know having an irish whiskey and then they have their burns pub and we're going to be there to kick that off because they are participating in this fully (laughs) and i look forward to meeting martin kennedy and pat burns for you know i've been talking martin to martin kennedy a couple times but to actually meet them in person and then drink high proof whiskey on a sunday morning and then head over to the event at uh that you're doing in Dublin, Ohio, that should be exciting. So welcome to the podcast and, you know, give us like a little intro of, you know, where this all came from. You know, how did it start? How did it start? So what we're talking about, the big overall thing is OHLQ, Ohio Liquor, Irish Cask and Craft. And this is a curated selection. It started actually a couple of years ago, and it was through a fortuitous meeting um, with this lovely gal from Board Bia, which is the Irish Food and Beverage Board. Um, they actually have a people that are dedicated to bringing Irish whiskey and Irish food abroad. So to the United States, to different like key markets and uh basically convey to people the quality, the value, the uniqueness that goes into Irish food and Irish spirits. So they came to Ohio a couple of years ago. It was almost exactly two years ago and did a presentation called Spirit of Ireland and invited bars and restaurants and people that worked in um, OHLQ uh, locations like the liquor stores actually And from there, the conversation continued and turned into them connecting Ohio Liquor with 20-some different distilleries. Some of them we already were working with and had some of their products, but uh, we basically worked with all of these different distilleries directly to bring more than 80 products, a lot of limited release, a lot of single barrels. We have 20 some different single barrels that are being released. Before this, we've actually never done an Irish single barrel, single cask offering. We have some Irish gin that's coming to the market, which uh, some of the bars and restaurants have had a chance to 
try these ahead of time. And the response to the gin especially has been unbelievable. So we have, you know, pink gin and some beautiful stuff. It's pretty exciting. But a lot of them are craft distillers, craft producers. It's limited amounts of the products. And so kind of for one time, we're releasing this big collection. Big is is an understatement. It's over 20, 20 people who have participated, right? And then I think it's like twenty four distilleries. Yeah, and then and then some of them have multiple products as far as what they're releasing. Now, so they well, one of them is Middleton, which is the producer of everyone knows Jameson, Redbreast, um, the Spots. So those they're they're a huge producer in the market already. To celebrate this release, we're doing a series of release events, one in Cincinnati on Friday night and in Cleveland on Saturday, Columbus on Sunday. And two of the events, we're actually going to have the master distiller of Middleton, Kevin O'Gorman, will be there signing bottles. And he rarely comes to the United States. Oh, and of course, that's fun. <laughs> yes, you here we go. about all of this. Yes, um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, on OHLQ.com. So you're actually looking at our event pages, and I was looking today, and we post different events throughout the year. You know, we'll have bottle signings and special guests come to market, things like Single Barrel Saturday. And these three events have seen more traffic than any event in the past 12 months. So we're looking forward to, a, to seeing everybody. And you guys were able to secure a pretty big uh, uh, personnel personality, I guess is a good way to put it, but uh, in this, in this industry. And uh, why don't you talk about that? That's pretty cool. Sure. So the host of all of our OHLQ Irish Cask and Craft events, we're going to be joined by Fred Minnick this weekend. So he will be there taking pictures meeting everybody, meeting with the distillers. Um, you'll probably see him doing some live content going out there. Ohio is the fourth largest market in America for domestic whiskey. So bourbon, rye, single malt, um, all of that. Uh, and, if, and that's behind California, Texas, Florida, three states we have almost nothing in common with. You think about population, you think about um, all the e-commerce that goes out of California that factors into their volume. Um, think about the tourism in Florida. And uh, then we come right after that. So it's a huge American whiskey market. And there's a little less knowledge out there about Irish whiskey. So as part of this, yes, we're bringing in Fred Minnick, who's very well known in the American whiskey community. But if you follow his content, he talks about whiskey worldwide. He talks about gin. He talks about responsible consumption. He's, he really is, is Mr. Spirits. Uh, the other part of it is that on OHLQ.com, we have a whole bunch of articles, content, recipes that are new, telling the stories of these different distillers, how the products are made. So if, if you want to dive in, it's a great place. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, there's no doubt 
um, you can pick that up. But coming up, like, for instance, uh, you're going to be in Cincinnati tomorrow and then Cleveland the next day. Talk about the actual event and what someone who would attend. I mean, the one, uh, I believe the uh, it's a giant, uh, Jungle Gyms is the Cincinnati, the Giant Eagle in Strongsville, right? Yep. And then also then they're in Dublin. You say the name of the place. It sounds so. I, I, Chateau Wine and Spirits. Right. So you're at. So what what would someone coming to this expect? I mean, what are what's what is what is the event? I mean, you know, are, is there is there going to be small samples? Are we how is it set up? So if you've ever gone into an OHLQ location and you saw somebody that was there and pouring samples of something and it's 50 cents and, you know, there's maybe one or two things that you can try. This is like that on steroids. Only we're actually going to have on hand a lot of the founders of the different distilleries. So we have Louise, the founder of JJ Corey, um, Sir Morris O'Connell from Labor Diver Spirits. We have the husband and wife team that founded Maharani Gin. Uh, there's, of course, we'll have Bua, Martin and Pat, um, Fred Minnick, Kevin O'Gorman. So you'll actually get to meet the different actual producers. Many came over from Ireland for this event. They are offering tastings just like you would find in a normal liquor location sampling. It's the 50 cents. Um, we'll have tasting cards. There's some other fun surprises when you get there. But uh, we might have some special gift packs that um, you can create your own tour across the Emerald Isle. Um, there's some fun stuff that we have in store. And you'll get so, to meet lots of people. And if and somebody then, is, will, will the bottles, I guess, kind of a dumb question, but will the bottles be available to buy at that event? Absolutely. So at the Jungle Gyms event on Friday, we will be in Oscar Station, which is um, if anybody had a chance to come to our Liquor Nation events maybe a year and a half ago or so, it's basically like a pop-up store with all of these products. And you'll actually be able to go around, meet with the distillers. They will be offering tastings and the product will be right there shelved right next to the table. So if you love it, you can take it with you. Responsibly. Responsibly. Yes. This is actually where... Will they sign the bottles? They will sign the bottles. This is where the the single casks are making their world premiere debut. What what time does this event start tomorrow? Tomorrow, Jungle Gyms is from 5 to 7 at the Jungle Gyms Oscar Station. And Saturday and Sunday are from 12 to 2. So plenty of time to meet everybody and get back home. (laughs) Get back home. Drive up from South Carolina, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, you haven't done it before, Nash. Nash, you got lots of time. We're going, you can meet, meet up here and I'll, we'll go to Cleveland and then we'll just go down Sunday morning. I mean, that. I am so looking forward to, I mean, really, uh, when it, when it comes down to it and you're, you're the one who introduced me to Martin Kennedy and, uh, 
I was talking to him, and it's it's really cool that we were trying to do this uh, this whole of you know to do this podcast from the um, Burns Pub, which then met with uh, he was dealing with Pat trying to make it work. But the fact that we're making it work on this weekend is uh, it's it's kind of like uh, some. It, I don't know. It's it just worked out like a, in a fantasy kind of thing. It's just that we have to um, drink responsibly because I I don't know as you know when you usually are in an Irish pub with people who made the Irish whiskey. As uh, CT found out when he was at the event, uh, you know the social media event earlier in February, that they expect you <laughs> to. <laughs> Um, participate with them, and they are probably most Irish whiskey drinking people from mm-hmm. Ireland. Uh, are professionals compared to us here? <laughs> so, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think Ned was the one who said that uh, I you know, they had that each table had like a place you could pour your sample out so you didn't have to drink it all. And he was like, We don't do that in Ireland. I'm like, okay, well, I'm drinking all of these, and we'll see how they are. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know about you, Ann, but uh, recently um, I've actually gotten myself to a point where I know when it's time to either dump taste and dump and, you know, that kind of thing. Because when you're drinking a a, a lot of of whiskey, but I can tell you if you're in front of an Irishman, you better figure out a way to do it that he don't see it. Because <laughs> they are not good. So there's no doubt. But this is exciting. I mean, so then talk about the aspect of like uh, this marketing campaign for OHLQ and Ohio for Ohio Liquor is different than any other. I mean, it's it, it's spanning multiple locations and it's the times of the release and how much it is. It's kind of like exciting that you guys are doing this and how, I mean, you've done the single barrel things with bourbon and you have that organized, but that's like a single barrel weekend or a release. And it's that one kind of event. This is almost like, you know, there's, there's a difference. Those are like going to a movie or a play. This is like going down to the convention center and it's a whole, a whole month long convention. I mean, it's kind of exciting because it'll lead up to Ohio having the best Irish whiskey in the United States at all the bars and restaurants on St. Patrick's day. I mean, I don't know, (laughs) you know, like you said, now you can also talk about what is the number one Irish whiskey. I mean, for the most part, as you guys know, from the stats, it's Jameson. That's what people drink. And this should open up people's eyes to other Irish whiskey brands, including restaurants and bars. So we actually, this is, I think, the first time where we've done um, an opportunity for restaurants and bars to meet with the distillers ahead of time and have a chance to order the products before the retail release. So that was so that they could get out ahead of time And you might go into your local pub and find, hey, I've got this new thing. 
The other side benefit of that is when you can actually connect. So many of these distilleries are truly small businesses. Um, that's, you know, you can see that by the number of actual founders that we have coming over for this. And so many of the bars and restaurants in Ohio are also small businesses. And so it's really cool to see small business owners meeting across the pond, other small business owners. And there's so much synergy between those two and the education about the product. And you really are uniting two people that each have a dream and are chasing that dream. And it's it's very cool to see the brands and then our actual Ohio hubs connecting with them. It's been neat. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is really neat. The whole you thing. can tell that... At the event, there was several uh, Irish pubs at that event, and they they were excited. I think that was something for them to have that uh, to put in their, you know, on their shelves and their bars to be able to offer something that fits their clientele a little better, I think. Well, an Irish bar uh, in the United States, everyone I've ever been, there's a certain part of the culture of the neighborhood that the bar's in. And it's like, they're all family. They know each other. A lot of them are from Ireland or children of people who are from Ireland and they stay together. And that is still to the, to this day where Irish people meet and talk, you know, they're, they, 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 and, you know, get together. I mean, either church or the bar Either or, but at the same time, uh, I think they're excited because you're bringing more Ireland to them. Whereas before, you know, they didn't, I mean, those, the, the distilleries that you're bringing and marketing and how you're putting them into Ohio and teaching them the rules of Ohio, um, but as they get it, that allows them to distribute into where they were never distributing before and reach the people who drink Irish whiskey. And I know that you had said that 50 percent of people who drink Irish whiskey, it's it's a it's a half and half formula. 50 50, 50 percent Irish whiskey at the bar and 50 percent out of the stores. And that's not the case with bourbon. You know what I mean? Bourbon is way more people purchase the bourbon than they drink at the at the actual restaurants and bars. And, you know, that it's probably changed a little bit during the bourbon boom where now you have actual bourbon bars. Whereas before that, you know, you couldn't survive with just being a bourbon bar, you know, but you can nowadays. But at the same time, with that dynamic of that 50-50 and they're going to be able to purchase it there and you're getting it to the bars and restaurants. That's just uh, an awareness of mar- a market that I also am, you know, that where I, as a whiskey leaning towards American whiskey and bourbon and, and we podcast Irish whiskeys and Japanese whiskeys, but at the same time, this makes me excited to try other Irish whiskeys beyond St. Patrick's day. So me too. I was going to I have to say little... very much so that it excites was... me because I've always been a whiskey and bourbon guy. But when Jeff started telling me about what was going on with the Irish whiskey and all that, and, and I've always had Jameson on the shelf 
no matter what. But I actually went out, and I've always liked red breast, but I actually went out and picked up a bottle of Teeling, and I, and I was trying to get a couple more bottles, but I just, you know, was just pushed for time today. Save your money for it. it. We'll get you some. We'll get you some. And Teeling actually sent some amazing single casks. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. So my que- yes. now my question is, okay, so how much of this is single cask where you guys were where it was picked as a cask and how much of it is batched? I mean, is it batched or is it all single casks? I mean, it seems No, it's it's not all single casks. It's um so some of them are products and it would be like their core product. And it's coming to Ohio for the first time. Or some of these are actually, they may have some very limited e-commerce distribution in the United States, but almost nothing. So this is kind of their debut into actually being in a regular liquor store. I wanted to go back and add the, the 50%, 50-50. So most, most categories, um, you know, are like 80% of the the volume or the sales is done in the retail store and 20% is bars and restaurants. Um, For bourbon, it's even higher. It's an even bigger split where it's more in the retail, less in the bars and restaurants because it's just so huge. But Irish whiskey is unique in that 55% is done in liquor stores and 45% is in bars and restaurants. So it, that was actually where we took the products first to bars and restaurants, because that's where the interest is. We also saw a ton of interest in these products from cocktail bars and from bourbon bars, because, you know, a lot of us, Jameson is fantastic, but if you never go to that next level, you never go to that next step you're not aware that there's actually cask strength Irish whiskey out there or, you know, Irish whiskey that's 21 years old. And (laughs) it's really lovely. Um, Well, you know, giving that basically. And, and there's so many different casks that they use similar to bourbon. You know, you're getting most of the time they're using X bourbon barrels and, and wine and whatnot, but you do get the chance for tealing is offering a virgin oak barrel that they're using for one of the OHLQ bottles. It's freaking amazing. And I'll, I'll give a shout out to Jason C from the Mash and Drum. Was, he and I've been chatting as he's on here. Um, Jason and I both agreed that bottle was, the cognac was good, but that that red label uh, virgin oak was, was special. Um, as were the Whistlers, which, you know, and talk about that a little bit, because the Whistler is the first thing that is kind of introduced into to start this whole, you know, thing. <laughs> oh, so this is actually it's a wonderful the Whistler. I have my thing. Um, family owned distillery. It's just <clears throat> maybe like 25, 30 minutes north of Dublin. I want to add that especially for people in the Cleveland area, there's a direct flight from Cleveland to Dublin. It's like four or five hours. Air Lincoln's right out of the Cleveland airport. It is so easy. Um, so you can go for, you know, a long weekend basically to Dublin. Um, but we, uh, 
through them, we're able to try some different barrels. There is a tequila finished. We came out with the, it's a PX sherry cask finish. There's cask one and cask two. And um, so this was kind of our, our teaser launch into the whole OHLQ Irish cask and craft in terms of, you know, it's called PX. I love you. So we're like, oh, it's our Valentine's Day barrel. Let's stay tuned. <laughs> So how many, how many of the whistlers will be introduced on uh, this event? Cause there's the, <laughs> the Barbados, the Barbados mm-hmm. cast that I'm drinking, yeah. uh, the rum. And then there was the tequila and there was another one, I believe. A quarter peated cask, which is, that's another like bottled at cask strength. Um, I like to call it the Batman barrel. <laughs> a peated, yeah. a quarter peated cast strength? Peated cast strength. Batman. Did you try that yet, CT? So the peated was not available to try, I don't believe. There was there was a few that you could try, um, but the peated, I believe, was not. I will tell you, when I was there, I, I, I don't profess to be a peated person. I, I don't like a lowland peat that's, that's so heavy that some of the scotches will do. But um, we were talking about Ned or, you know, his, their, uh, they have a full peated version and I drank it and it was actually really good. Um, so I, I think it just depends on where you get it, how it's done. I think, uh, who is it that's putting 10% in theirs, and Is it, uh, is it Bunrati? It does like a 10% peat. So Benrati is also, I don't remember what their percentages are. They are actually um, best known as producers of mead. And it's, a again, family owned. Um, and they are blending, but it's several different types of barrels. And I would have to go to OHLQ.com and read. Because they actually, they do tell you exactly like, what they're pulling from and it's like oh yeah we've got some you know aged in american oak for this to bring in this characteristic and and all of this stuff so but, but i think it's like that i and when he first explained it to me i was like uh and it is it's uh when roddy has a uh peated malt mixed in and again the, the bottles the price points on these are crazy because they're so cheap compared to what we're seeing in bourbon and especially secondary bourbon but I had not, I did not expect it, but that gave it a really nice complexity, that little bit of peat in there. You're not drinking the Whistler, are you? I am. I switched over. <laughs> so drinking them at the thing, I like the PX Sherry, but I, man, that Barbados rum cask is just, that speaks my sweet tooth language. I like it a lot. I'm so glad you got to go there. Yeah, you're well, and I'm so glad I'm drinking it now. Yeah, did that other. So, how many samples were you able to obtain for the podcast, uh, CT? What, what, and where did you? You didn't have to go to Toledo. A box full. A box full. So you're. I went to Columbus. I went to the big city of Columbus, Ohio, which was about 20 minutes from my house. So, why did why did she in the email did she say that it was. The uh, place in Toledo. 
So you called you called up and talked to her and everything yeah, and so, set it up. Yeah, she just we worked it out and I just went in and she had it all ready to go and there's a mixture obviously there's not everything in here that was there, but you know, like the JJ Corey, which I I did not get to drink any of that in at the event. As funny as it is, I thought that would be so much time. But by the time you went around and tried a few things, talked to people, ate the cheesecake, tried a few things, went back and ate the cheesecake. I did not make it to all of the different places. But holy cow, I, I didn't realize this JJ Corey is so good. And it's just their standard bottle that I believe is already out on the shelves in Ohio for about 40 bucks, $45. The Hanson. You yes. know. So that one's actually already out. It's so good. Yes. Holy yes. cow. The Hanson is out already. Oh. Yeah. So I just, I so, just pulled it up. It's, it's on the website. I was looking on the website too, okay? So let me understand. There's a certain amount you're going to be releasing this week but there's a certain amount that of people who were participating that have released already is that what you're saying or was they just already releasing no so to explain there were some items that for example with jj Corey, they had a couple of um they had like the hansen the gale that were already here in ohio so we added those, you know, we included those when we talked about that distillery because they were already here. Their single cask offerings are all coming out. So at the events, if you come to the events, everything will be there. So you can <laughs> now, everything will not be available for tasting. But it'll be, be there. It, 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 yeah. it, but so, uh, and the events are like micro whiskey festivals what would you or like you know what i mean like a, I, i've gone to the galena whiskey it's a one-day thing all the distributors are there distributing there's tea you know there's every kind of thing but this is i mean honestly going further in the future it would be really cool to have an irish whiskey festival and at like one of the convention center centers where everybody and then you do something like this, and then in the end, they all do a festival, and then they go home. <laughs> but I think there's the popularity. I mean, this is the, I mean, honestly, like anything else, it's, I am very impressed. I go to a lot of festivals and event, whiskey events, and this is very impressive because, one, you're helping with this and you understand what whiskey people want. <laughs> it's like that's and, – and it's what – it pretty much transfers for you know what you like also and as a, um, a lover of whiskey and you, you deliver it to the people. And so I, I, I will tell everybody out there, if you can get to this – Cincinnati, um, be down at Jungle Gyms tomorrow at, at starting, and then also Saturday up at Strongsville Giant Eagle, and then finishing up at uh, the Dublin, say it, the Chateau. Lunch. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I, it's so hard to say because my brain works that way. It, I can hear right. something a hundred times, and it won't. There's just certain things that won't sink, sink yeah, in, but everything. Yeah, that's Wisconsin. probably it. It's probably about what what somebody wrote about cheese. Randy wrote something about you should 
woo women with cheese today on the, and it's just like no oh my god <laughs> anyways <laughs> he says he's done it before I'm like no. I'm from Wisconsin and I've never done that <laughs> so anyways but getting back to the Irish uh, oh whiskey uh, the events are I, I'm excited for them and uh, you know it's something that once again there's I don't think any other state is doing anything like this. Now you were talking about what you know like the samples. I mean it's definitely you basically have like a Napa Valley. This is what all the wineries do. You go to a winery and it's like 25 cents to sample or 50 cents to sample and it, and you've got that right there at the Giant Eagle or you know Jungle Gyms <laughs> or <laughs> the 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 Liquor store, I don't remember still. Uh, any, Chateau. Yep, thank you. <laughs> Chateau Wine and Spirits, right? Chateau Wine and Spirits, is that it? Yeah. Okay, there you go. All right, so anyways. Um, so also now, we've covered the Irish thing. And with, uh, I mean, everybody, I think I got everybody excited about St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we're we're going to do a St. Patrick's Day podcast that will feature... Um, everything. We're going to probably do another Irish whiskey podcast after this once we've all obtained all of our Irish whiskey and kind of um, go over the, you know, those those whiskeys. What? We're getting more? I have none. I need some. I mean, I'm going to be shopping this weekend. So so, So if anybody like drinks bourbon, think of it this way. You guys talk about this too. I'm just going to throw the the Subject out. Um, the difference between Irish whiskey, in my opinion, and bourbon, um, a lot of bourbons, is there's a lot of tasting kind of thing. But when you're talking about Irish whiskey, it's Irish whiskey isn't so much sipping as it is like when you're going to taste an Irish whisk, whiskey, it's like if you're tasting it, it's more like gulping. <laughs> it's just like. I find if I sip it, I don't really get the flavors. But if I take, I don't get. It's a drink. It's you drink it, opposed to, and that's one of the things why it's so popular at, let's say, bars and restaurants and everything like that, because it's has a more drinkable aspect of it that it, how it goes down. That's all. Okay, so like at the entry level, like the mainstay. Here's my 80 proof offering, you know, yes. that sort of thing. Like the majority of Irish whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know that there's higher end stuff. Like I saw that tealing on the website. What is it? $2,597. It's whatever. Three, yeah. 3,790. Yeah. So no, you're not going to be drinking but, that. But no, but, yeah. The thing is, it's like, we'll do. you can't <laughs> drink stuff that's out there and, and the Natterjack cast strength that I'm drinking now, which does not drink like a typical Irish, does not have the same kind of flavors for me. But the, wasn't this about 120 proof? Do you remember? Yes, yeah, somewhere in there. And that was it. So they have two of them. They have the regular yes. Natterjack. It's um, blend one. And then the Natterjack cast strength. And that is... Something that really was truly created by two Irishmen for the bourbon lover. Yes. One of them now and you can tell. You can tell. Texas. Yeah. So he's in yeah. Texas and he's like, wait a second, I've got it. <laughs> it, it. It definitely has a different 
flavor profile than most of the 100% malted barleys and stuff. That, and, and it has one of the most unique brand images. I, when I walked up and it's a frog and I'm thinking, okay, well, what's a frog have to do with it? And it's indigenous. It's the only indigenous frog species to Ireland. The toad. The toad, not even a frog. Yeah, I got it wrong. <laughs> and it doesn't pop, it walks. Yeah, but, but the bar mat is freaking awesome. The bar mat that they had with that big toad in the middle of it, it was pretty cool. Did you talk them out I of tried, it? I tried, okay? <laughs> I even, I tried to sweet talk the guy with more of the cheesecake that I was willingly going to give up, and I still didn't get it. I mean, uh, and he came back from that, and he was he called me. I was in Florida, and all it, it wasn't <laughs> to talk about the whiskey. He was just going on on the cheesecake. <laughs> so that's again, that's why you guys. Uh, th- that's great events. That's you know, if not only are you there for whiskey and you get some good cheesecake, I mean, that's all the reasons, and I mean. Everybody, I, I think everybody should support this to the fullest extent. Uh, even bourbon drinkers trying. This is your chance to try Irish whiskey, um, cast strength Irish whiskey, all the different types of you know things to get more into other whiskeys. But also, I see this as how successful this is. <laughs> Ohio, I mean, you guys come out, everybody, you guys come out in full force for this. We're going to get a lot more this type stuff. And, you know, it just doesn't, you know, I mean, it's it's really exciting. So I was going to add one more thing. If you if you are out of town this weekend and you can't make it to one of our events or there isn't one quite close to you. Uh, starting next week, the products will be going out to more than 130 locations statewide. Now, selection will vary at the 130 locations. So if you're looking for something in particular, you can always find OHLQ.com and look at the maps. All the maps will be live. You'll see everything as it arrives. But if you want to find every single thing in one place, you're encouraged to come see us for Irish Cask and Craft this weekend. Yes. And um, (laughs) so talk about also a little bit. Now let's just go one step further. um, Talk about the single barrels that Ohio releases throughout the whole year. And then also talk about this year. I mean, so two years ago, we had our first single barrel Saturday, and then this year we had a single barrel Saturday with this awesome special Thursday release, which I thought was done um, fantastically, okay? For what it was, not knowing about really what was going to happen, but kind of knowing what was going to happen because, you know, the the there's... What would you say? It's a puzzle and it's easy to put together sometimes what what's happening based off of what gets th- distributed through lotteries and what's already been distributed and knowing what usually gets distributed and how it does. And if it's missing, it makes sense. But talk about going forward this year. I mean, it's been such a success and people love it so much. I mean, 
we could end up being like um, Ohio. You could turn Ohio into like a what was it? Nick and Nora's uh, crazy adventure where they're running around looking for a band. Or what Banksy did in New, in New York, where he had all of his stuff, and then they, you know, uh, and then they would just unveil it on a day and make it. I mean, it, it, you guys just keep building this. All right, do you have more in store for us this year? I mean, so we have Irish Cask and Grab. That's new. Well, that's that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's here. I'm I'm ready for that. But <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. So I, gosh. What, what are we going to do this year? Because we've done liquidation. We've done Whiskey Gold Rush. Remember that one? Yeah. The, I mean, for God's sakes, um, people got, like, multiple bottles, and I signed up at, like, 14 and got nothing. No, no, no. But they got multiple bottles based off of having grandma, grandpa, their their children and their wives and their, yes right everybody got one everybody got one but i'm saying they they were you know each store and then for some reason i ended up with <laughs> i am like the most unlucky person so far but i'm hoping that i get the luck of the irish going forward well for for whiskey gold rush um i think we had over 100 locations and each location had the same number of winners mm-hmm and so you could only win once. So once your name was pulled, you know, wasn't going to be pulled again. But if you only entered in, you know, the area where you and all of your whiskey-loving friends also shop, your chances were way smaller than in some other, like if you were willing to drive a little bit, um, your chances increased quite a bit. So, Thirteen different. I, I signed up at thirteen different liquor stores, and uh, whiskey. Uh, he had uh, his force out. He, he actually had his whole family like touring those with a lot of those, and I think he was at. But the all of the thirteen liquor stores that I was signed up at, um, his family. I think it was a total of eight people had purchased, had gotten it and done it, and I was a part of that too at those eight stores also that he had visited, and they all won. <laughs> I think he, they all won, but I guess I now they did. I mean. The, no, 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 no. I no, no rigging. I am unlucky. <laughs> That's just it. I'm just unlucky. He's lucky. I don't do so well in online ones, but uh, yeah. But you got to keep entering because that luck could change, right? Did exactly. you notice when you went into those stores to get your ticket for Whiskey Gold Rush? What was waiting? Other single barrels. Other single barrels. Yes. Single barrels. So it was actually it was kind of like a almost a mini single barrel Saturday and a whole bunch of limited release whiskey. So even if you weren't a winner of the whiskey gold rush lottery, hopefully you were a winner of finding a really cool single barrel or two. There you go. Right. But I will t- that that's awesome. That's why that's how OHLQ Ohio Liquor is like working with the bourbon people. Get you they get if you don't if you don't get that you get something and that's one thing that I've always known about it I, you just let it all you have to do is look for it get what you can get because everybody else is getting something too and just let it kind of come to you and if as long as you're participating and having fun 
those those bottles you're searching for will always eventually they seem to show up and and like I said, I might not have done the gold OHLQ gold rush, but the single barrel Saturday I was able to get a was able to get a foolproof so Weller and I was very happy with the whole way of how you guys go about it, but it just seems like unlike any other state, it's kind of like you guys are throwing the party and we all get to participate even down to the you know the state lottery it, you, you might not win those those bottles but at the same time you can't deny it's not fair it's fair that's what that's that's all you want from this you know it, it's like all the other all the other states either you're going to have to pay $8,000 for that bottle that you're going to have on the website that someone wins on the lottery for $129, you know, because that's MSRP. You know, I went to Florida and I was just like, I, I was like in this museum of the most awesome bourbons ever. But, you know, a Pappy 23 was $8,900 at the liquor store. That's the difference between a control state and a state where you can do what you want as a liquor store owner. So it's very, um, it's a great time to be in the state of Ohio. Uh, I live in a land of those museums, <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. But that's a good point for what we're talking about with the Irish whiskey is that the price point of most of this stuff is, is really good. And, you know, we, we, we see different bottles out there that range anywhere in bourbon from, you know, $20 up to 150 but it seems like in the last year or two that most of the bourbons have gotten, if they're really good bottles or hard to get, they're, they've gone up quite a bit. But a lot of these are really, really affordable. For somebody to want to get into trying Irish whiskey and, and all that, I, I think that they bring, even in the single barrels, where the Whistler was 69 to 74 um, they, there's some great price points for this stuff. So the, the Ohio Liquor Department has done a good job of finding things that are not only great, but affordable too, because people are starting to watch their money and not spend as much as they maybe did in the last year or two. There's some great value for the money. Most definitely. And to also, too, this, this Irish whiskey has definitely got some really great flavors. I mean, a lot to me. Irish whiskey has really got some really good fruity flavors. Most every bit of it's really fruity tasting, and, and maybe just a little bit floral sometimes. Yes, yeah. So the when you see this is like all the things I've learned because one thing I've never worked before for a distillery that made Irish whiskey. So I am like fish out of water here. I'm like, wait, how do you, how do you, you know, so when you see a single grain, it doesn't mean they used a single grain, like how we all see that. It means mm -hmm. it's whiskey made at a single distillery. It could use multiple grains, but it had to be 100% from the same distillery, single grain, single pot still, same, single means the distillery, right. not from multiple distilleries. And it's, that was hard to get my head around. Yeah, and, and the same thing. It's the same thing with scotch also when you start to single malts and whatever, and it's based off of. And the reason why that, that exists is because blenders like Johnny Walker and 
doers and all the blenders out there when they were always taking from the, the it's that still hasn't been a big thing yet where you're take somebody who's out there make doing blends. I, I think Dave Schmier does it a little bit, but when you take different distilleries distillate and you start blending them, them together to make what you want, similar to what Johnny Walker does with scotch, when where they're taking the best of the best from the different distilleries, you know, and uh, so a final question I got, I have for you. I was talking to Martin Duffy. He worked in the Irish whiskey um, industry. And he talks about that how it works in Ireland is that there's like three major brands that distill all the whiskey and then people purchase from them and then blend them you know, it's like it would be like taking uh, here with MGP, but but there's three major blends in Ireland, and the people that are, that get from those blends, you know, make those blends, aren't getting the best barrels from the distillery because those distilleries use the best barrels for them. So, I in, like a marketing story from the company that owns. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd tell that story if I were them. Yes, but what he said that he's been in it. I mean, he's been in and he says, but I was to talk about how that some of what we're doing here is that these people are the craft distilleries in Ireland that have popped up. Not they, they're not forever and they're producing really good pots still similar to like a spirit of French lick or some of these smaller craft distillers making great whiskey and then really wanted to wanting to market into america and this is something that they're just enjoying completely right absolutely it um so you do have some of the irish distilleries are at least sourcing and finishing different areas first ireland itself is it's like ohio you can drive the whole thing i mean it's so small and within a decade, it went from like 10 distilleries to over 40. It's very much like what craft distilling has done in the U.S. When you think back to, you know, 15 years ago, there were like less than 200 distilleries in America. And today there's like 4,000 and some. Um, It really has exploded. So you have so much diversity in that. You have some small producers that are distilling. You have some that are sourcing the distillate, but finishing and the whole, I, I would encourage anybody who has questions about it to come to these events and talk to some of our bonders that are part of this. Um, Louise from JJ Corey actually ages the whiskey on her own property. She has a barn and cows and it's, this, you know, it, it's really amazing. Look online, go to JJ Corey. She's fantastic. Uh, what how she does things is fantastic, but she will talk about, you know, the market for sourcing these different barrels and the competition for like the really special barrel that came from this bodega that's going out of, you know, it's, it's, there's so much that goes into it. There's so much difference in the climate, even on what's a relatively small island and where you're aging it and how you're aging it. You're going to find so much diversity if you come to this event and 
if your opinion of Irish whiskey was based on, you know, something you've tried a few, you know, when you were younger and it's like, oh, it's just light, it's sweet, it's easy, it's it's a shot, you know, something like that. I think your mind's going to be blown by a lot of the products that we have, especially you. if you're a bourbon fan. I think you're going to be happy. I think so, too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? Because that's a great way to finish. <laughs> No, I, I, I agree with Ann that get out and, uh, you know, this is only three days that you'll have the opportunity to do something like this. And for what has been brought to the table from the state, I, I just don't see why if you're at all interested that you don't make time to get to this because it's going to be pretty special. It'll be fun. If you're looking for more information, OHLQ.com, come see us this weekend. Come find the displays next week. We've got lots. You're going to be at all three events, correct? With a clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> taking a, notes. A quick, oh, shout no. out to, uh, <laughs> a quick shout out to Austin Mabry. He did us a, a, a quick favor. He has posted on, on this thread of tonight's podcast all three locations, the times, the dates, and every all the information that you need to get to all three of these events right here in this thread on our podcast. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Austin. Yes, thank you, Austin. Don't say anything about me that I just shared the whole screen early on in it, but that's okay because Austin is one of our people and he deserves the credit as as our. Uh, poll of uh, who is your favorite Scotchy Bourbon Boys that we put up on our Scotchy Bourbon Boys uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook page uh, says that uh, I'm not the most important person at CT by far. <laughs> yeah, go figure. <laughs> no, it, I did it because I knew it was CT. So anyways, <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's uh, finish up here. Uh uh, I'll do the all the promotional stuff now that we skipped at the start. Once again, Ann, we had to get right in there. Yes, thank you for coming on in. All the information and just taking your time. Hey, thank you guys for inviting me. I'll see everybody this weekend. Yes. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Nash, Nash, you've already thrown out you're coming. <laughs> You'll be lying. Don't count it out. Don't count it out. <laughs> all right. Well, let you guys do your promotional stuff. I'll. Okay. Step back. All right. Thank you guys. See you Thanks. soon. All right. Thanks, Thanks again. Man. Thanks, Ann. All right. com for all Scotchy Bourbon Boys merchandise and information. Check us out. Check out the website. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then also, we are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X for all your social media fun. Uh, we are right now YouTube Live and Facebook Live. So, we podcast uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 Eastern Daylight Time uh, live on those formats. So keep up with us. Uh, and then also we are on all the major podcast formats, uh, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Ask uh, Alexa, Ask Siri uh, to play the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, and we're there. But also on YouTube, if you get a chance, 
Uh, we have membership there. Once again, there's different levels of membership. I promise you, the first people who signed up for members on a monthly basis are going to get a lot more than that's up on that membership. So make sure you subscribe to us on all the social media or follow us or friend us or whatever you got to do. But also uh, go to YouTube and join on the membership because... So far, we got no members, and if you're one of the founding members, there's going to be some stuff in for it. And then also, uh, uh, Nash, we got um, Yashir, who I, I don't remember his last. I, I can't say his last. But sh- I His name is eluding me. I could go back and find it, but at the moment he watched every or listened to every single podcast from one to three fifty one. So yeah, and he was doing it. He's a truck driver. He did it every single day. He stayed dedicated. So we gotta come up with a package that we send him. So he has to let us know and we got to get that to them because that's something that nobody's done ever before. Just listen to every single podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a cool thing. Uh, remember, everybody. Uh, so all the people who are expecting the Elijah Craig barrel pick, I uh, was hoping for today to come across. I've been working with Ann, who was on the podcast, to make I got sure. Sign today. What? You got a sign today. From what? It was on the barrel. <laughs> what was on the barrel? There's a, a a box came in this big to the to the uh, to the bar, and it's got a big, it's a big box. It's a sign that goes on the barrel from Elijah Craig. Talk says something about the barrel pick. Really? She goes, but I didn't get any barrel. And no, it's at the distribution center, and the bar- I, I'm i going to pick it up from the agency. When it hits the agency, I got to go down there and pay the money, and then we'll go from there. I'll figure out the uh, when uh, with her work out. Uh, I know you're in Florida. I'm going to be that week in uh the first week in March or the second weekend in March there, but we'll set up a time for everybody to c- come pick up their bottles. So um, it, it was, I think these are going to be spectacular and uh, we've got another barrel pick coming. I don't know. We need to all talk about what we should do with this next barrel pick because we're going to be offered uh, multiple barrels and, I'm thinking that we might want to grab them while we can, but we'll see. So, anyways, uh, anything else you guys got to add? It, it, uh, it's so great, CT. I mean, to have you right there, you know what I mean, uh, with electricity. And I'm better than candles. I, and I can't believe what's behind you. You consistently. So, right now, You've gone, so you're not facing the window. The window is to your left. Yeah, your left, my, yeah. So, but that's just like, damn. It's like all you do, I, all I, I swear to God, you work, 
you sometimes you, you spend time with your with your family. You then go down to Kentucky, and then other than that, you just build more and more shelves. <laughs> well, I, I need more rooms because I'm out of rooms. I I need. I'm gonna have to figure something out. Yeah, I I I understand what you go through. I mean, it's to my left, it's to my right, and I keep putting more shelves up, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to. My glassware is on one shelf, and I'm gonna have to start eliminating. I, I I'm not gonna have any place for the glassware anymore. Yeah, and it's like the Irish whiskey. This is some of it, but I don't have anywhere for the Irish whiskey. It's been sitting here on the table because I don't know where to put it all. That's and I'm gonna definitely. Be getting some this weekend because holy crap, there's some good bottles. That Bua, that uh, that white bottle. Oh my god, God! It's, it's but good. just so you know, um, the orange one, the blue one, they're all fantastic. Well, we're going to be tasting them with the people who are responsible for making it. That's going to be pretty fucking phenomenal. Well, that's like when I drank with Martin there at the event. He started with the white one, and, and my comment at the end of it was like my God, are we going up or down then? Because this is like so good. And he's like, well, we're going up and and it did get better, but I really enjoyed that. So there's, I think there's going to be so much. I hope people go out and try it because I think they're going to find some things that they never really thought existed. Walker, the struggle is real. I'm going to have to build a cabin with a cellar in Kentucky when I retire. (laughs) Buy a big enough cellar that we all can just put it in there, and we'll just call it a locker. <laughs> Christy said, "Haha, the bottle scammers found the live chat." <laughs> oh shit! What does that mean? <laughs> you know how the bottle scammers always add into your feed, your yeah, your reels and everything. Oh my god! Do you know how many oh bottle scammers I I blocked from our Look, channel? Yeah. How are they available? You so a, a, anybody who's watching who understands bottle scams is yep. his name. Christy, you're absolutely right. If you're looking, he's got a few. All right, where is he? I've got a oh, that's new bor, new bourbon. Let's go here. Yeah, menu, menu, bourbon. menu bourbon. All right, delete. Blocked. <laughs> block. If I don't, I can't delete him though. Yeah, you can still block him though. I can. Andrew, do, I, I agree. Let's drink. Andrew, uh, Andrew uh, Dominguez well, said, "Let's he drink." Disappeared. Yeah, I deleted him. <laughs> I deleted the bastard. It's like I I normally block them and then delete their comments. So that they can't get on, but it's endless. <laughs> Chris said, but he's got the unicorns. <laughs> it's like, how does he have? How does he have the OHLQ bottles that are being released tomorrow and Saturday? Right. Yeah, I, I love it when they do that. When I like, I'll be down at Old Louisville and have literally taken the first drink out of a barrel and decide, okay, I want to bottle that. So, and then immediately. If you want that bottle, we can get it for you. And I'm like, the hell you can. <laughs> so just let just uh Christy, uh March, I believe it's March 8th. Friday, March 8th, we're gonna be at uh Alan's place doing a barrel pick, and you're invited if you want to come down. I've been uh 
meaning to invite you, but I just invited you on the podcast. But uh, if you want to come down for the pick, I would love for you to taste some of the stuff that we're going to be picking from. And uh, uh, I know that <laughs> you and Alan do distillers talk, so it, it would make sense. What time? It's 11 a.m. on that Friday. And we're going to do 11 a.m. and figure we're done by one, grab lunch, and then we're going to head up to, I believe, we'll check out Starlight and then have dinner at Amore. That's the goal. Walker was right on that. Walker's going to be there. Walker's coming. I believe Andrew uh, Barrelhead's coming. Uh, and then we also have uh, Jamie Jacobs, and then also uh, Spanky should be there. So that should be a I'll nice be, pick. I'll be in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the beach drinking plenty of other shit. You gonna bring some Irish whiskey down to your beach? Nope. I don't bring whiskey or bourbon to the beach. I just get it there. What beach? I'll be at uh, Anna Maria Island. That's you Florida? Can, you can pick up some pretty good bottles down in Florida. I mean... What? Yeah, for $8,000. No, uh, no. You got, you're going to the wrong places. I mean, there's yeah, some, there's some wrong places. places. No, there's I, not. Oh, Florida, when it comes to bourbon, they don't make it. And they their selection is either they I'm, cost too I'm much or... You. I'm telling you, I know I I drive down there with my brothers we, when we go down to Daytona, going down there to the Turkey Rod Run. <laughs> she has uh, okay, uh, Christy. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I think what we should finish up at we're going to try and do at Amore, which is like 20 minutes from uh, Louisville. You know. For dinner, but if it's in the evening, that's fine. But if you have to skip that, but I was gonna uh, contact my favorite <laughs> chef. Uh, oh my god, why am I having a mental block at uh, More? Who, who Al Al, Al Popsidero, um, and tell him that we're going to be coming. I'm going to bring a group like usual. Well, I got to jump off here, guys, so I don't know if you got anything else you need to go through, but I got to move. Yeah, well, let's end it. Okay, I got to jump, too. So, um, well, uh, I, we won't shut off Facebook, but we're going to end the main podcast. Uh, remember, everybody, we did the whole thing. So good bourbon equals good time, good Irish whiskey, and good friends equals good times. And remember, drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. And make sure you live your life dangerously. Little Steve-O will take us out. Hey, we got a first patron. James Jacob just signed up. I I saw Jamie had signed. He mentioned he did. Oh, show me. Thank you, Jamie. To the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For 
if we don't find the next whiskey bar I tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you I tell you we must die Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts. (laughs) 